as you are growing your business and your company, you need to start envisioning what the future looks like. Stay tuned to envision what your future company will look like. Welcome to Hire Breakthrough, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs like you take the breakdown out of their hiring breakthrough. If you're a founder who is ready to take back control and build your A-team without the overwhelm, you are in the right place. Your host, Kimon Napier, is a hiring strategist, speaker, consultant, and CEO of Hire Breakthrough. We're on a mission to help founders like you connect with the right talent to scale higher. Your time is way too valuable to stay stuck, and we want to show you how to stop chasing unicorns, take an intentional approach to your talent strategy, so you can make your next right hire. Let's get started. Welcome to Hire Breakthrough. My name is Kamal Napier, aka the hiring strategist. And today I'm going to be talking about how to create your org chart. Org chart or organizational chart, whatever terminology you want to call it, I'm going to be talking about how you can utilize that in your business today. This is super important. And a lot of founders and business owners really skip over this simply because they don't have the time. But as you are growing your business and your company, you need to start envisioning what the future looks like. If you're currently a solopreneur, you want to start thinking about your ideal workday. You know, how long are you working? What products, what services are you offering? Who is supporting your business? Because if you want to grow, you need to think about the supporting roles that you need in your business to actually make those goals a reality. You know, sometimes as the leader in the business, we can get so visual and we can be a visionary, which is what we should be doing. But how many of you are actually able to execute what your vision is based off of the things that you're thinking in your brain? Not a lot of us. And the reason why is because we don't have the right people in the right seats. So the reason that I want you to actually craft your org chart is because I want you to start thinking about your business as a company, right? This is no longer a side hustle. This is a company. This is a startup. You have impact. And if you've never created an org chart before, you know, in a corporate work environment, it's really used to actually map out what the big picture is. What's the big vision? And it also will help you and be a tool to show you what's working and what's not working. So usually in the corporate work environment, an org chart is based off of hierarchy in various departments, but there are various ways that you can create an org chart. In the online space, your org chart is probably going to be a bit modular, meaning that it's going to have in-house employees, it's going to have maybe contractors or consultants, and that's perfectly fine. You know, for example, you might have a full-time executive assistant, but you might have independent contractors for like HR You might have some for, you know, maybe marketing strategy. As you grow, this dynamic can change and develop over time, but it's important that you know these things. So stay tuned because I'm going to share with you five tips to create your org chart. If you haven't checked out the Hire Breakthrough Calculator yet, what are you waiting for? The Hire Breakthrough Calculator is a simplified tool allowing you to calculate the budget for your next hire minus the hassle. 
If you find yourself saying, I can't afford to hire or need to create your hiring budget, this is the tool for you. Go to hirebreakthrough.com slash calculator and check it out right now. Okay, so tip number one, you want to understand the current roles in your organization. So where are you at currently? What does it actually look like? I think often us as business owners and founders, we can be so visual. So it actually makes sense to actually map this out. I want you to identify who's currently on your team and the tasks that they do. It's really important because you don't want responsibilities to overlap because what it will do is it's going to cause confusion. It's going to cause confusion between your team members. It's going to cause confusion for you. You may be delegating something to somebody, but it really should be going to somebody else. And it's just going to be a messy situation. If you're actually a a solopreneur, what you can do at this point is list all the tasks that you currently do, because it's going to help you identify who you need to hire and who you need to take these tasks off your plate. So start to visualize, even if you don't have anybody on your team at this point. And also, you want to decide the type of org chart that you even want to have. There's so many types. There's functional org charts. It could be divisional. It could be very flat. um, Or it could even be a matrix. If you're a solopreneur and you're starting out, it's going to probably look a bit more flat. When I'm saying it's flat, what it's going to mean is that it's, it's not going to have levels of management yet. It's going to be the type of org chart that's present in a small business but it's not with a chain of command, meaning that everybody is going to be reporting to you right now. And if you are a very small team or if you're just a team of one, that's what it's going to look like at first. But the beauty of an org chart is that it's going to evolve over time. With that type of structure, the company is going to promote team member self-management and decision-making. And that is why I said earlier on, it's going to probably have a couple of employees, or it's going to be maybe one or two employees and a couple of independent contractors or consultants. As you develop over time, your company is probably going to look more divisional or more functional top-down. You know, functional top-down is when you are the head of the company and then there's a hierarchy. So what it will mean is that there's one team member who's going to have usually the title of president or CEO, and that's probably going to be you. And branching off from the, the leaders are going to be maybe VPs, or maybe it's going to be managers. However that looks, it's going to be more hierarchical. And then, of course, divisional. Now, this depends on the type of company that you have, but it makes sense for companies that have departments that are working independent from each other. So a great example of this is that it's for companies who have really separate product lines and they have intricate teams that work on those products. So, you know, no matter where you're at, you can create the org chart that's going to help you in your business. So that's the first thing. You need to understand the actual roles. The second thing is that you need to break down your vision and your goals. So I talk about company vision a lot, and it's going to help you in multiple aspects throughout your life and your career as a business owner. But your vision is what's going to identify where you want your business to go in the next five or 10 years. So you want to think about the goals you want to accomplish in that time frame. Is it that you want to start to create a product? Do you want to start a certification? Are you starting an agency? It could be so many things, but you want to make a list of what it is that you need to accomplish because you want to tie it back 
to what your company looks like. I often see a lot of business owners and founders start to stress out their teams because they're constantly innovating, but they don't actually have the team members in place to actually implement what it is that they're innovating. (laughs) It's crazy, but, you know, sometimes you have leaders who they're constantly thinking of the next big thing. So if this is you, think about how many times you told your team, I have a great idea. We should create this new product. And if you don't have the right team members in place, often people can take that and run with it. And it could cause burnout and stress because if you don't have enough people on your team or the right people in place, you can't actually break down your thought or your vision or this great idea into actual steps and actionable goals for them to actually put it into place. So think about what it is that you want to accomplish and the people that you need to have in place in order to break down your vision and your goals. Number three is that you want to identify who it is you need to hire. So this is a really easy one, but you want to think about those goals that I mentioned before, but you also want to think about the roles needed to actually make those things happen. And if you are unsure of this, this is the time where you need to partner with an expert like myself or my team in order to break these down into actual roles that make sense for your organization, depending on your revenue, depending on your structure and your product line or services. Break down your vision into actionable steps based on the goals and start from there. Very simple, but you don't need to hire everyone at once. And I think this is the big mistake when what people make with org charts because they think like, oh my gosh, I got to hire all these people now. No, that's not what it is, but you have the information. So you know, as you are continuing to increase your bottom line, you're continuing to make more revenue in your business, you can start to paint the picture to know who you need to hire and start to bring them in one by one. So if you know for this specific product line or for this specific service, I need these people in place. Well, okay, how much money do I need to make to actually bring those people in? Is it that I need to get funding in my business to be able to hire these people? Remember, information is key. Without information and data, you won't ever be able to make actionable steps and goals for yourself. So right now, focus on the roles and the functions you need to get for your next goal. So if you know your next goal is to launch this course in maybe like the next three months, then you know you're going to need to bring on some people and put them in place in order to be able to do that. So identify who you need to hire. Number four, you want to look between the lines. So right now you may need to hire more than one role, but that may change in the next three to five or even 10 years. So right now you may need to hire like for a really short-term position. It may be one of those contractors or consultants that I talked about, but then by year two, you may need to have four or five, depending on the type of business you have. I'll give you an example. If you have a startup and you have a product, maybe right now, because the place that you are, your revenue level, you just need one engineer. But as you continue to bring in more customers, as you continue to expand your product line, you may need four or five engineers. Who knows? But at this very point, you may say to yourself, like, I am going to actually need somebody to manage and direct and oversee those engineers. You got to start to to paint the picture and look deeper. It can't just always be so granular where you're just focused on the overview, the big picture. You have to start to think about yourself too. Do you want all of these people to report to you? Probably not. And if that's the case, then you need to think about the people who need to be between you and some of these other folks 
So you can be off doing other things that, you know, you may be wanting to do, like speaking and things like that. But you want to be thinking about who's going to actually oversee the deliverables and manage um, a lot of these team members that you're bringing on. So look between the lines. And of course, number five, you're going to create your dream team. I want you to think big because I want you to scale higher and think about your ideal workday and workflow. I just talked about this a little bit, but think about where you want to be in the company. Do you even want to be CEO and president? You don't have to be. Suppose you want a board in your company. Think big, think big picture, because if you're in the role right now as a CEO and it's not necessarily what you need to be, and of course, it's going to look different as time evolves, but who is on your team to help you to actually achieve that? And if no one is on your team to actually help you to achieve where it is that you want to go, now's the time for you to take the time to actually craft your work chart. And, you know, at this point, we're at step number five. At this point, you know what roles that you need to help you carry out the vision. So now is the time for you to craft this dream team. You have something to actually aspire to, something to look forward to. It's actually a map that lets you know, like, this is my end goal. This is where I need to be in order to get to my revenue level. When I've achieved the picture, the vision that I'm looking at, this is what my team should look like. It is information literally in your hands. And when you do get to the point, because I know you will get to that point because you're listening to this episode, what you need to start to think about, okay, now I'm at this goal. This is what my team like. What is the next big thing? I think often a mistake that a lot of um, entrepreneurs and business owners make is that they stop visualizing. They get to a point and they don't know what's the next five years, the next 10 years, but it's okay. At that point, you'll have team members in place to help you innovate if you can't even see further. And this is why I always say it's important to hire with intention, because when you do hire from that framework, then people are going to be able to look between the lines for you and to see the bigger picture and help you to innovate. So these are the five steps for you to create your org chart. I hope this was helpful. This is the time where I want you to start to think big. I want you to start to map out your company culture. I want you to start to think about what your team looks like. Because if you don't know what your team is looking like now, you can't think about what it needs to look in the future. You'll always get stuck thinking about the future. But when you have it in hand, when you can actually see it in front of you, it's something for you to aspire to. So if you've gotten great advice from this episode, I want you to, of course, review it. Give it five stars because we love making podcast episodes like this. So thank you for tuning into this episode. If you're a business owner ready to move from a team of none to a scalable and profitable team, be sure to join my Build a Breakthrough Team community. This is a community that I created for those of you who are ready to build the teams you need to stop being the employee and be the true CEO. You can join the free community by visiting hirebreakthrough.com forward slash group. So I hope this episode was extremely helpful. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please rate and review the podcast episode below and stay tuned for the next episode. Are you ready to stop chasing unicorns and hire diverse, qualified talent, but you need help with the full hiring process? If so, be sure to visit hirebreakthrough.com scale so our team can help make your next right hire today.